Warning, the following program contains adult language, adult themes, and spoilers. Viewer discretion is advised. Good evening and welcome to this week's episode of This Week's Episode. I am your host, Evan Goldstein. With me as always is the wonderful Karen Nandazo. If I want candy, I'll just go through your purse. And the awesome Chris Randazzo. This is a sick household! <laughs> we here on this week's episode talk television. This week we are discussing Roseanne. Season 2, Episode 7. Boo! trying to keep in that Halloween theme. Before we get to that, here's your weekly reminder that you can get in touch with us at mail at geekade.com. Tell us what we're doing right. Tell us what we're doing wrong. I mean, just talk to us. We're friendly. I think we've gotten made that apparent. Uh, yeah, we want to hear from you. I'm tired. I'm really, really, really tired. But we're going to yeah, power through this. cards on the table. <laughs> Evan's going on about one hour of sleep, and Karen and I just got done Halloween with the kids. Like, it is Halloween right now. Yes, it is October 31st. Recording. And uh, this would be the final episode for the 31 Days of Halloween. So I chose Roseanne. This is the first of the annual Halloween episodes that Roseanne does or did. And it 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 was fun. I, I'm glad my fond memories of this show stuck. Yeah, it definitely held together and you definitely see where Modern Family got it from. Oh, definitely. Absolutely. Absolutely. The I mean, the pacing is a slightly I, there's something a little wonky about the pacing of the show, but of I mean, at least in season two. But the way they play off of each other and and they actually look like they're having fun, which makes the show that just just that much more enjoyable. The yeah, completely agree. It was everyone, everyone was happy to be there. Everyone's having a good time. Um, they everybody on that show has such great chemistry with one another. It's. It's a very believable family dynamic. It's a uh, yes. It's it was absolutely real. Like there's no overly precocious children or like just <laughs> overly precocious. Not just regular precocious. Overly precocious. <laughs> a lot of TV kids are overly precocious, and yes. it pisses me off. The um, I do like the fact that the the, the through line of this episode is. Dan and Roseanne trying to one-up each other on the scares to become the master. And it starts off simply with <laughs> Roseanne teasing out her hair to make it look like she's getting electrocuted by the, the toaster. Dan making it look like he cuts off his <laughs> finger. And Dan not falling for that, like, for not a, even a, a split little bit. second. <laughs> she, when she chokes, or she pretends to choke on something and passes out. <laughs> just, like, there is an obscenely long beat right there, and she's just lying on the floor. <laughs> I hate you. 
it's I don't it, I don't know. It's it's weird because this show it it's it feels real. Like yes, granted, it's overly funny and and there are co- way too many comedic points for it to be an actual family, but the the interpersonal relationships like the sisters at oh yeah the 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 the, the, the brother that you know he dressed as a ninja warrior and he's got a boo-boo on his knee like that shit's funny and they do it really really well it's very earnest Ooh, good word yes earnest is is very true um i forgot how much i enjoyed laurie metcalf She's fantastic. Like, as Jackie, like, she thrived. Like, that, that, the quirkiness that she portrays and, like, based off of or, or in, in counter to the Roseanne character who's so strong willed, like, just really well done. I, I'm, I'm gonna have to probably go back and watch. A bunch of these because they are doing the, you know, the revival of it, and I can't remember how. Like this, you know, if it goes, to, what is it, seven seasons or so? I think it's available, but like I don't remember it fading or getting bad. I mean, yes, there were some poor storyline choices, but it always felt the same. Like it felt like that real family dynamic and. Yeah, and the other thing about Lori Metcalf is the um, like the role she has as the aunt in the house mm-hmm. is really um, important, I think, to the family. It kind of gives the kids someone else to go to, and it gives Rosanna Dan a break mm-hmm. from. And, and you get to see that, like, you don't always see parents on TV shows being honest about like the fact that like these kids are driving me crazy. You help me out. But sister of mine <laughs> <laughs> very true and and the the reality is that Roseanne and Dan the Connors are good parents because they're like real like they put the kids in their places they're like no this is this is no you're not allowed to do that it's not it's oh granted it's over the top in a lot of things but it's real interactions you know, mm-hmm. the, the two sisters, especially seeing as this is the Halloween episode, just picking on each other mercilessly. Like, mer- like at one point in time, Becky called Darlene a thin-lipped troll. Like, that's funny. And it's true. She has very thin lips. I don't know if you noticed that. I noticed it after she brought it to our attention. It, it, didn't, it didn't lose a beat. So I was actually really pleasantly surprised because I picked this just from fond memories of the Roseanne Halloween episodes. Like that was a thing back in the day that they were they were known for their over the top, fun, entertaining Halloween episodes, and they went they went for it every year. Oh, it's An- another thing that y- I was reminded of watching this is how they. They really don't make shows like this anymore. Mm-mm. The the nature of how they shot it okay. made it very much like, while on the one hand the performances were very genuine and natural, it was like very, it was like watching a play. 
the way the blocking would be where someone would like cross the scene at a you know mm-hmm. particular point and hit their mark and then go back and it was just it was very interesting to watch because you don't see tv look like that anymore everything looks like it's you know like you're not supposed to notice that the cameras are there i always felt what like what that you were part of the cast like when the way that the camera went into odd places and and shot from different angles that you didn't see it's like you were in the kitchen with them like just watching mm-hmm. as opposed to a polished you know set the uh it's just <laughs> like on top of everything else like it looks like a real house like the couches are garbage the 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 fridge is that puce green or whatever color it may be like it feels like reality because you know it's it, they don't do that nowadays yeah and that's kind of why i'm interested to see um the reboot because I feel like that the Connors have a brand of realism that we don't see too much. I know there are other sitcoms out there that are about middle class families. Right. But I, I don't really watch them, so I can't say with authority. But from what I have observed of them, it's sort of like it's real, but it's not that real. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It, feel, it feels yeah, like I now. completely agree. Everything feels, it, nothing feels this natural. I mean, you've got Modern Family, which has you know a lot going for it. I do really like that show, but it's also got that mockumentary thing going on, which is, I mean, it's a real crutch as far as style is concerned, and you know the way you can tell certain kinds of jokes. And then you got stuff like The Middle and The Goldbergs, which is like. It's what we're talking about where, yeah, sure, they, they have jokes that may or may not be funny depending on who's watching them, but they're not this kind of earnest. Like, they, it's not this kind of, like, like Karen said, it's like watching a play. It doesn't mm-hmm. feel staged. It doesn't feel scripted. It doesn't feel overproduced, which is what a lot of these other shows do feel like. Right. And when even, like, like the Goldbergs, which is a cute, funny show it's way over the top yeah it's definitely it's stylistic for sure and like it's i i don't understand what the appeal to this show was outside of it being funny but like the look of it it it's like nothing that was on then and they don't do it now like it was weird how it became so popular so quickly yeah well, this is also pre-peak TV, so I think there was sort of like, I don't know, I feel like people didn't have to work as hard to pitch a show and just be like, mm-hmm. oh, okay, well, we have a family sitcom, and ABC was like, sign us up. <laughs> I don't remember how, how whereabouts in Roseanne Barr's career this was. I think this was during her height of being a comedian, so... Like I, I, I get yeah, that. Yeah, that was pretty much the deal in the eighties. Is you were a big enough stand-up comedian, you got your own sitcom. Mm-hmm. Oh, the other thing that um, I really loved about this was the, I don't want to say theme song, but like the opening credits. Mm-hmm. I guess the scene where the camera just kind of slowly goes around the kitchen table. Right. That, I mean, the music is great. Obviously, it's iconic, but. 
just the scene of like how easily they summed up all those characters in that you know, one minute piece of film with no dialogue. Mm-hmm. You could just tell who all these people were and it was so great. And that is just, you never, I mean, nowadays you get theme songs that like, we're like, we're going to put the premise into a catchy jingle and make that the opening credits. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like we're, we're going to exactly tell you what the hell's going on here. And this was like, we're just going to show you these people and you're going to get what's going on. And I really loved that. Yeah. It, you could tell like just what season you're watching, what's going on by that opening scene, because that changed every season with mm-hmm. however they looked, what whomever was playing, what part, so on and so forth. Um, it is an iconic opening because it says nothing but everything all at the same time. Mm-hmm. Her laugh at the end is by far the best part of it because it it's like, it's real. Like I feel like they're all just sitting around, just having a good time, and someone happened to be filming it, kind of thing. And that's just a sign of a really good show. Like everybody gets along, everybody does their job. Every and the jokes that hit hit really well. And then even the stinkers, they're not as bad as some other shows. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, granted, for as many times as a joke flies in this show it's it's shocking they're like they're batting average how well they do and talented cast to add to about their chemistry of the cast i noticed there were a couple of places where you could tell that the way one cast member was holding themselves, they were turned away from the camera so that you wouldn't be able to see that they were breaking mm-hmm. from <laughs> someone else's performances. I noticed that Dan did it once when with something Roseanne was doing. And I was just like, this is great. Cause it's like watching SNL, yeah. but it's not live, but they were like, fuck it, leave it in. It's great. The, the interactions between Dan and Roseanne because of the whole one-upping of the it like the entirety of the episode the way this show ends like it i keep saying it felt real but like she is talking allegedly talking to her mother on the phone about the, you know the family coming to visit for a couple of weeks and dan's reaction like d- exactly what it should be the over like oh my god no 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 and you know it it's it turns out that she is you know, playing them just to be get just to get the title of master, but they ha- they their chemistry alone in the show carries this this especially this episode because it is a lot between the two of them. Um, his work thing and and her getting the guy to play along and so on and so forth. This is a a full, very talented cast, but those two can carry the show on their own. They don't absolutely. They don't and I'm so glad the in the revival they're bringing Dan back because I think that would like take a huge chunk away from the show if he was if they were going to continue the continuity of him not being on. Yeah, that would that would have been a big mistake. Big big mistake. All right. I'm good. I I I I'm glad we got to watch this episode because I've wanted to to 
this was my Halloween pick, and I got I watched it again today. It being Halloween, I was like, yeah, this is fun. This is this is what Halloween TV should be. This is a pretty quintessential Halloween episode. And the fact that it's stuck, like the theory of the the Connor family Halloween stuck around for as many seasons as this did, it, it's just just great. It's so much fun. <sighs> Absolutely. Thank Good you, time. Evan. Not a problem. All right. Let's take a quick break. Um, when we get back, we got some news to talk about. So stay tuned. Hey, guys. Listen, um, I just wanted to take a second as opposed to reading our normal commercials um, to thank everybody for paying attention and, and participating in the Geek Aid 31 Days of Halloween. Um, I know I had a blast. You know, doing the, the scary stories to tell in the dark. It was a lot of fun. Everybody uh, helped out, you know, getting all the geek gators together and, and just just bringing back some classic, classic stories. We had a great response to it, and I just wanted to say thank you. Um, I know, Chris, this is something that you spearhead every year. Yes, and, indeed. And Sorry, I was yawning. Yeah, I heard, I heard. And, um, yeah, the last last couple of years, this is the third time we've done it. And, uh, you know, the last couple of years we did things where we had a bunch of people write unique articles and stuff. And basically we just post something every single day that's Halloween related. And this year, uh, somebody, I think it was you, had the idea to read the scary stories. Yeah, I was on the crapper and when I came up with that idea. <laughs> that was, uh, it was a good idea. And it was fun. A lot yeah. of fun. Yes. Um, we did have a couple of running articles uh for 31 days of halloween uh one of which will continue rising from the crypt uh will be continuing it will drop down to monthly as opposed to weekly like it's been and they're going he's going to continue talking about tales from the crypt which is yeah he's gonna blow through the whole series is his plan well godspeed <laughs> good that's a lot of television so, once again, thank That's you so much. That's what I said at the beginning of the Harry Potter thing, and I did make it all the way through. Nice. So, indeed, Godspe- <laughs> Godspeed to Alex Wyzak. Or, no, that's Alex, Alex Azar. Azar. Excuse me. Um, yeah, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. It was a lot of fun, and we'll have to figure out something to do next year. Maybe we- Now we can all be excited about Thanksgiving. Yay! Mm. Thanksgiving. Food. Mashed potatoes, pie, gravy. Oh, <laughs> I had a conversation today about my mashed potatoes because I make a mean mashed potato. Ooh. As Good does stuff. Chris. Good stuff. We should both make mashed potatoes, then mix them up in a bowl. <laughs> or you could have a mashed potato off. <laughs> oh. All right, this is another podcast for another time. Once again, thank you guys so much for paying attention to the 31 Days of Halloween, and we'll try it again next year. Chris! Hey, Evan. Hi, how are you? How you doing? Tired. Oh, I'm good. Good, good, good. Yeah, tired, very tired. It is time, and I'm going to say it this time, it is time for the Dragon Ball Super 60-second summary. Are you ready? That's, uh, you know what? I'm going to get your timer. I'm going to uh-oh. I am gonna. I'm gonna t- say I'm up to the challenge of making this a Dragon Ball Super 10 second summary. Oh man, that's gonna totally fuck up the soundtrack and everything. Fine, <laughs> ready. <laughs>
Ready, set, go. Goku fought the Saiyans. Um, he had a lot of fun. He Goku'd all over the place. The end. <laughs> he Goku'd all over the place. <laughs> I'm writing that down as a title. <laughs> Thank you, Chris. Hey, no problem. I was no, That was all that happened this week. It was awesome, but it was just one long fight of Goku fighting the other Saiyans. That was it. Go team. And we're back. Thank you so much for paying attention. Let's talk some news. Um, <laughs> I like this first article because I'm a Veronica Mars fan. I also like it because... It seemed like the most ridiculous way to find out that there's the possibility of a new, of another Veronica Mars thing coming up. Um, what, 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 that, that, his name was Dicky, right? It was Dick Ca- Casablancas. <laughs> yeah. Yes, he did a, a, a Facebook Live interview with someone, and one of the Facebookers asked if there was going to be more Veronica Mars, and he said he didn't know, so. He called Kristen Bell while on while during the interview. So apparently, everybody wants to do it. Um, Kristen has her TV schedule kind of full right now with the Good Place, so they're talking about maybe doing a miniseries. So none of this is official. Nothing is as of right now happening, but it's it's nice to hear that they're still thinking about it and that there is the possibility of it happening. Yeah, I like how the headline is is going to happen, but it's solely on the strength of Kristen Bell's word. Yes. It's like there's no actual plan, there's no script, there's no funding, there's nothing. Nope. But it's going to happen it's going to. because she's Veronica Mars and she said so. <laughs> it's true. Very, very true. <laughs> I do like somewhere in here they said well, I don't know if it was here or maybe it was another article I read about it. But they said that they weren't going to do crowdfunding. No, they they and they under they think the oh here the the formo <laughs> words are hard <laughs> reading. <laughs> the format works better as an episodic, so no movie. Which the Veronica Mars movie was good, mm-hmm. but this is a you know mystery of the week show, right? I like and. Season one was amazing with the season-long story arc going along in the background, mm-hmm. but at its heart, it's an episodic thing. So how, I'm how happy to hear ago, them acknowledge that. When was Veronica Mars? Veronica Mars. When was she on? That's a good question. I feel like early two thousand, two thousand one. Because there is a, a photo of Kristen Bell as her character, and she hasn't really aged. No, she doesn't. It's so crazy. I'm actually sort of rewatching now because I got hooked on a Veronica Mars podcast. Ooh. And uh, it's just making me... Uh, I wasn't planning on rewatching it. I was just like, oh, I need something to listen to. I like Veronica Mars. I like the people who do it. Um, And then the more I listened to it, I was like, oh, yeah, I used to be in love with Logan Eccles. I need <laughs> to go back and watch this show again. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Oh, yeah. Sigh. I mean, that character is a problem, but 
He's also played by Jason Doring, and I am a human being. <laughs> you have a heart. It works. Well, I like it. I, I'm, I'm, I will watch a, a miniseries. So here's hoping. Um, next up from, from TVGuide.com, we got the official trailer for Marvel's Runaways. I don't know. I don't. I can't tell the the theme of this show. Like, is it supposed to be a drama? Is it like? It was weird because they were all like, "Is it an action?" Did you? Yeah, I don't know. I was gonna ask you guys like what your familiarity with this is because to me, um, (laughs) I don't know. I just it was. I couldn't tell what it was about. I couldn't tell if it was going to be good or not. Like I, I'm like I don't know. It's it looks really good to me because it looked a lot like the comic, which I am a very huge fan of. The premise of the show is that this takes place in the Marvel universe, but it takes place on the West Coast, where almost nothing else in the Marvel universe takes place because everything happens in New York. Right. Well, it turns out that there's a reason for that, and the reason is because. A crime family known as the Pride basically owns the West Coast. There's no superhero activities going on out there because the Pride pretty much owns that business. Now, these people all have children, and they're all like family friends, but their children do not know that their parents are the Pride. The children are the main feature of this show. One time, they all get together to have a family gathering. Turns out it's because the Pride is all meeting in the basement and doing some sort of wacky-ass human sacrifice thing. The kids sneak in there, catch them doing it, and are like, oh my god, our parents are supervillains. That's not cool. Then they all kind of discover that they also have abilities because they're related to their parents and they form a, a kind of superhero team but they're also just kids so they kind of run away from home and try to figure out how to deal with life and how to stop their parents from being evil it's a super interesting story uh i loved the comic book the look of this show like the general aesthetics of it is is really impressive mm-hmm. it looks very very spot on to the comic book now it has been years and years and years since i've read the book but um from what i've seen of the trailer it does look like it is staying in that direction this is a this is was one of joss whedon's favorite comic books before he wrote astonishing x-men which was like one of my favorite things joss whedon's ever done and um, so it is going for that. It is got a bit of humor to it. It does have a bit of action to it. It does have a bit of emotion to it. It's kind of it's it's kind of an everything smorgasbord. So at least that's what I'm assuming it is based on the source material. The end. That's oh, and speaking of Joss Whedon, um, his oh name God. was in the credits of the Roseanne episode. He was a story editor. Oh. I don't know if you noticed that. No, I did not. I did not notice that. <laughs> All comes full circle. Oh, uh, yeah. That's exactly how the trailer portrays the show. A smorgasbord of stuff. Um, it, it looks entertaining. Um, so it's going to show up on Hulu November 21st. So... First three episodes will be on Hulu. Check it out. Um, looks like fun. Now, Karen, you posted up this next one, mm-hmm. and I'm mildly confused because I haven't watched since we watched this. 
Are they jumping in time? I believe, yes, they will. I mean, the first season was um, the young queen, and I believe the second season will still be the same, but then the third and fourth, she's going to get older and... Okay. Older than it would be reasonable to play, but the same actress. I mean, we're talking about a, a character slash actual real life person who is now, I'm going to say 90, <laughs> in her 90s, something okay. like that. So they, oh, yeah. So it says season two takes us into the mid 60s. Right. Um, And then season three or four, that's when uh, Olivia and Col- Olivia Coleman is going to take over. So that's that's the point of this story. Um, f- yes, from GoFuckYourself.com. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. <laughs> so this news was in a number of places, but <laughs> I first saw it from a fashion blog uh, with a particular. Um, tendency towards covering anything related to the royal family mm-hmm. um and i just love these girls and their writing so any t- <laughs> any chance to pimp their site on our show i'm in uh the point of it is olivia coleman will take the crown from claire foy um in season three and four of the crown so and i think that's great casting okay. olivia coleman's awesome great all right I recognized her. I'm not. Where do I recognize her from? Oh, she's from the IT crowd. Is she? Isn't she? Is that that? That's not her. Well, she's not the main woman from the IT crowd. Mm, okay, that's why I thought. I it don't was. know it if was she was a, been on an episode. No, was it? No, she was in um, Broadchurch. No, <laughs> maybe <And> yes. <laughs> I, I'll agree with that, but I just don't know what that is. <laughs> and she had a pretty big role in the Eleventh Doctor's first episode like you would she was a memorable villain okay hmm interesting well i i see it seems that it's a good thing for that you're that you like it yeah she's gonna be good cool good 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 um now this next article was a little wishy-washy flippy floppy but it is about ratings for not only football but for television in general, um, people keep saying that that the ratings for football itself have dropped considerably, and they have dropped. But in comparison to the rest of television, it hasn't dropped as much. Um, NFL is down about five percent overall from this time last year, and the rest of television is down about eight percent. So. I, it ain't that big a deal. There's a lot more options out there, so it's understandable that you know ratings will drop on network television because, Christ, they, they we'll be talking about another article about another streaming service later on. Um, but there's a lot. I didn't. I've never actually sat down and sat down and thought about it. But there's a lot of freaking options out there now. A lot. Those eyes. It's like a whole new definition of peak TV. First, it was like so much programming you couldn't handle it, mm-hmm. and now there's so many programmers, right? So or content creators, whatever you want to call. I don't think it's that that big a deal, um, but I I guess it's a 
I don't know because I, there's really not a, a solid streaming service for sports yet. Um, allegedly, there's one coming, and that's good. Uh, but the, the, the eyes got to come from somewhere. It's not like more people are just starting to watch television. It's they got to stop watching it on network and head over to the Netflixes and the Hulus and the everything else. The Amazons is so it's so and none of them YouTube have, TV. That's another one. YouTube TV. YouTube TV. That's yes. We'll be talking about that in a little bit. Um, none of them have gotten it on 100% right yet, but we're still hoping. <laughs> we're still hoping. So that's the thing. Football's down 5%. Rest of TV is down 8%. Deal with it. <laughs> now, this article, this next article, I thought was adorable. I, I, I was really hoping that there would actually be a picture. Um, but David Harbour apparently is going to take a senior picture with a fan. Um, apparently, he wasn't prepared for how popular Stranger Things will be or is on the Twitterverse because she's like, how many retweets will it take? How many retweets for you to take my senior photo with me? And he responded with 25,000. That was probably done about four and a half minutes. I know, exactly. (laughs) Like, come on, dude. You're on literally the most popular show on Netflix. So that's... 249 uh no it's i was kind of trying to because he's like twenty five thousand, and i get to wear the school sweatshirt and hold the trombone and then the next day he's like holy hell (laughs) (laughs) that was fast so yeah but dude come on yeah yeah. it's great it's it's but i love that he's game to do this yeah yeah it, it, there was another thing I saw today. I we have only just started Stranger Things, mm-hmm. but uh, apparently there's a bit in one of the episodes where his character dances. Okay, does a little you know whatever getting down, <laughs> and somebody has created a Twitter account I think called um, Hopper Dancing to, <laughs> and so they set that clip to various whatever songs. Songs and nice. It's quite amusing, so check that out at Hopper Dancing too. <laughs> um, and the next article is more Stranger Things news. This just shows it how popular this show is. Um, apparently, the Science Museum of where? What is it? Minnesota. Minnesota, yeah. Yeah, the museum, Science Museum of Minnesota. There is a a hoodie featured in the show um, that was actually a real hoodie from the 80s how it made its way into the show they this the the museum doesn't know but people are going nuts and they want the hoodie so it's pretty cool yeah bront it's a brontosaurus thunder lizard <laughs> the science museum of minnesota i think that's cool they're going to get a, a a bump in their popularity so it's 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 nice to see <laughs> It's just cute that, like, how authentic everything in that production is to make it, like, really genuinely 80s. Up to and including the asshole behavior of exactly how a boyfriend in an 80s horror thing would behave. Mm -hmm. I'm so fucking mad at Steve for leaving (laughs) Nancy drunk at a party. 
and like that's not a huge spoiler, but uh, whatever. Well, I'm just so okay, fucking mad about it. <laughs> so keep your eyes out because apparently uh, the museum is going to start rolling out the. Uh, yeah, if you like the hoodie and you want it, you can get it on their waiting list. There is a, a <laughs> the sign-up page be in our show website, notes. So check that out. Um, we teased this before, but apparently YouTube TV is rolling out uh, a solid television app for Apple TV, Roku, Xbox. Uh, and so it's going to be everywhere, and it's specifically de- designed for watching on a television as opposed to a mobile device. Can you guys fucking explain something to me? Sure. What is the difference between this and YouTube Red? I have no idea. Other than I always get YouTube Red confused and think it's going to be porn. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Other than I keep getting ads for YouTube Red. Like, hey, you interested in this? You should check out YouTube Red. How about you you check this out? Like, no, I don't want to pay for YouTube. I I just don't. I'm sorry. I'll deal with your ads. There's nothing on YouTube that I want that much. But I feel like like there is, though. Even our kid, even our four-year-old is like, I don't really need... It's okay. It's a commercial. I'll just wait. As the world of internet, video, and traditional television collide, YouTube sees a big opportunity. Six months ago, it launched its own take on a pay TV service, a bundle of about 40 channels for 35 a month. So I think it's like more than just YouTube videos. Like it's not... they're doing original content i or? don't know if they're doing original content yet it doesn't seem that way but they're they're showing shows like they have licenses for certain shows yeah like right now uh, well excuse me in the article if this is to b- be believed the image that is in the article is the walking dead season seven episodes so that's interesting I've, considering like uh, when we used to watch The Walking Dead, it was the only way to get that streaming was on the AMC app. So mm-hmm. it's interesting to me that they would go through YouTube now for that. Yeah, it seems. Um, I'm trying to. Uh, there's no link in here for it. See, what uh, what was that um, service that you guys were using? Sling, sling. It seems closer to that. Mm. Then that's weird. Just YouTube. I'm actually gonna look a little bit deeper into this because it's YouTube. They have the the fan base. They have they have the the market to make this actually work. Just curious as to it's, it seems kind of expensive though. Thirty five a month for forty channels. Seems yeah, they better. The it better be channels I want. Yeah. So. But it's coming out on all sorts of devices now, as well as smart TVs. So it does say it has an unlimited cl- uh, DVR in the cloud, which is an appealing mm-hmm. feature that not all of them have. Yeah, hmm. I'm gonna have to look into this a little bit further. I will report back when I have news. All right. Um, Thanks, Devin. Okay, so who who posted this next one? Chris. Fuck you, Chris. <laughs> Pretty <Hi>. much. <laughs> what did I do? Jersey Shore franchise makes MTV comeback with follow-up series. Florabama Shore. I was just like, oh, good. They're not in Jersey anymore. Nice. <laughs> Is that it? Pretty much. 
I, why? Yeah, it's just like, hey, guess what's not our problem anymore? This crap. Oh my god, I can't believe this. This is actually a thing. I can't believe that they're using the quote-unquote word Florabama. I don't even know. Like, the, really? Is even... that really a word that people around there use to describe that area? I don't know. And, I mean, it's shocking how much I don't care. Like, I couldn't give less of a shit about this if I tried. Wait, I just did. It's, uh, it's definitely part of the problem here. Yes. And... They kept saying the woman's name who's, like, responsible for, for it. Sally Ann Salsano. Uh, Satan. <laughs> Satan herself. Yeah, I. this is just another waste of television. I still don't have any more Firefly or anything Firefly-esque, and I can now turn on MTV and watch Flora Obama Shore. No. But you're not going to, and neither am I. No. No. Uh, if anybody there actually are some gives other a shit. more interesting um, stories in the like whatever newsfeed at the top of this, mm-hmm. like there's gonna be a Bad Boys TV spinoff. That's great. That's great. I'm okay with that. I just noticed that. I was, wow. Okay. All right. Um, and lastly, I I posted this one up real late. We were having problems with our, our messenger service. Uh, but the CW is developing a new DC Comics property. Um, it's a supernatural drama called Project 13. Um, I've never heard of this. It sounds interesting to me. It's about a... See, Tracy 13 is like a supporting character in Superman. And... She is a young superhero who pops back and forth from the dark side. Like, she was part of um, Justice League Dark series for a little bit. And her father is a doctor, and he's a skeptic. So it's like a supernatural drama show based in a superhero world, which I think is kind of cool. I'm going to check that out. Outside of that. I don't know how you can be skeptical about supernatural stuff in a world where superheroes exist. Mm-hmm. That's going to be interesting. Um, yeah, so it should just be called Channel DC because the CW has <laughs> gone a little little over the, over the top. I mean, Supergirl, Flash, DC, well, Legends of Tomorrow, Arrow, iZombie, and now this. Um, they, and Black Lightning. Black Lightning. And, they have a well, bunch of animated Riverdale series. Riverdale is is not a DC thing, right? No, it is Archie. But still. Well, I know it's Archie, but Archie is not a DC book, right? No. No, it's 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 Archie Comics. I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Um so yeah, but it's still it's still a comic book. Like, you know, they do a bunch of animated series on what do they call it? CW Seed. Which is Seed. based off of more comic book stuff. Like it's not slowing down, so hopefully it's. I will go with it. Uh, Thank uh, you. Uh, hopefully they more comic books, more gooder. More comics, more gooder. All right, that. Oh wait, Zachary Levy's Jim. Wait, what? I'm sorry. I'm. I. I'm. This That's is movie news, but yeah, it's movie cool. news, and I'm looking at it right now. Is he going to be playing 
Shazam? Yep. No fucking way. Yep. I am so excited right now. Um, yes, <laughs> this is movie news, but technically I could tie it into television because it's Zachary Levy who He's started a TV store. Chuck. Yeah. There you <laughs> go. Be playing Shazam. That's awesome. He's jumping. He went from Marvel to DC, huh? Look at that. Look at that. And a rumor that The Rock will be playing Black Adam Which in is that movie. Fantastic. Or that's yeah, perfect it's, casting. It's a movie. Perfect, perfect casting. <sighs> okay, that that brightened my evening. All right. Um, <laughs> that's it. That's all I got. Chris. Yep. You got a spiel for me? Uh, let's see if I can do it from memory because I didn't load it up. That's fine. You can. This is, you can listen to stuff. <laughs> you can get yeah. in touch with us at mail at geekade.com. Uh, yeah, there it is. You can get in touch with us at mail at geekade.com as well as all flavors of social media that we inhabit. You can like us on Facebook, both the Geekade page and the This Week's Episode page. Find us on Instagram at Geekade. Subscribe to our YouTube and Twitch channels for all our latest video content. Follow us on Twitter at the underscore Geekade or follow this show specifically at Twepcast. You can even find us individually on Twitter. I am uh, Geekade Chris. That's Geekade K-R-I-S. Karen is at shoot underscore the underscore moon and evan is at geekade underscore evan if you're interested in more information about anything we discussed here tonight be sure to check out the show notes and while you're at it you can also subscribe to this and any of our other wonderful podcasts on itunes or stitcher or if you're super nice you can leave us a review because any and all feedback is welcome and appreciated again always remember to keep your eyes on geekade.com geekade.com man we got calm <laughs> I'm sure you can piece the rest of it together. <laughs> Thank you, Chris. <laughs> from memory. Draw it from memory. All right. Whose turn is it? C'est moi. It's, it's, your, it's yours. That's what I thought. Okay. So are we out of the Halloween run? No more scaries? Yeah. Yes, <laughs> okay. we are out of... We are back to regular picks. What do we got? Okay. Um, well, I think it's best to tie up a little unfinished business. First of all, Speaking of unfinished business, I want to shout out, uh, we got some lovely fan mail in the yes, last we week oh. from someone who calls herself Lara Craft, which is either the most awesome username ever or just a pretty awesome, like, coincidentally awesome regular name. Either way. Okay. Um, but she just wrote us an email to say nice things and she enjoyed the show so hi lara we're glad you're listening and you can come watch broadway hd with me anytime you want um so thank you for that see send us emails see we pay at attention mail at geekade.com and we will shout you out on the show um so i my pick <laughs> uh seems like the stone ages ago <laughs> i had a pick and uh i think it's best to return to that and wrap it up before we move on to other things so let's get back to parks and recreation season three episode 13 the wow. fight wait which i think what did we is this the one that you picked yeah we just never talked we about just it never talked about it oh okay right we screwed up the schedule and like ended up just subbing in the halloween thing right okay cool what? So we can finally get back and talk about that, which will be good because when I picked it, Chris and I had literally just watched it, and now it's been at least a month since we've seen it, so we can go back and watch it again and enjoy it again. All right, so it is Parks and Rec Season 3, Episode 13. Yep. See, that's why I take notes. 
All right. Very good, Karen. Thank you so much. That's it. That's all we got for the evening. It's time to go to bed. From all of us here at this week's episode, I'm Evan. I'm Karen. I'm the master. Good night. And this concludes our broadcast day.